Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. It is Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern, and we are live on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Hope everybody's doing well. The mission of Corporate Talk is to leave no stone unturned, to make a difference in the workplace, our lives, and spin it into the world. Is that fair? Yes, that is absolutely fair. That is our um, mission. You know, we have an unbelievable guest today, okay? Um, I'm going to bring out in a second. Uh just want to say quickly um, – we had a really cool show last week with um, Ellen Moyer, and it was all around using our intelligence when eating, choosing products, and the overall environment. Yeah, it was um, actually very cool. She was what I liked about Ellen was that she was so knowledgeable and she talks so much about everything that's happening, but yet she wasn't doom and gloom. You know, she had a good way of you know, looking at things and making sure that we just don't get down about the whole thing, but that we do what we can right? to uh, make sure to keep contaminants out of our lives. Uh, and uh, there was a lot there. That's why I'm bringing it up, right? So go to the go to the page, go to Talk Zone, go to the business channel, go to Corporate Talk, click last week's link. It was a great show. Yeah, okay, it was so, really good. Um, you know, erase the board, okay? Today's going to be great. Um, we take pride in saying that we meet. 99.9% of our guests, and this one is no exception. Um, you know, we talk about things here of like making a difference, um, going through the motions. Why do some people get it and some people don't get it, right? Right. There's some sort of connection that we need to make. Um, and um, I'm really interested in hearing from our guest about what that is, okay? Um, I want to say that our guy today is uh, calling from the other side of the planet, which we're know, excited cool. about. Uh, he's calling from Sri Lanka, and we'll get into that um, in a second. But I would love to introduce um, Dr. Ahsoka Jinadasa. Um, he's a master trainer in human potential development. Dr. Ahsoka, are you there? Yes, I'm here very much. Wonderful to be on your show. Excellent. Um, we're so happy to have you. Yeah, we're so happy and grateful and excited um, to have you. I want to ask first where you are calling from and what time is it? Well, I'm calling from Sri Lanka and it's 2.30 in the morning. Ah, okay. <laughs> so... Thank you for being awake. <laughs> right off the bat, I want to say two things. I want to say to our listeners, if you think um, care is not an attribute to help others, think about it, right? It's 2.30 in the morning where Dr. Ahsoka is, and he's here for us, okay? So this is a show that we need to embrace, right? Um, and the other thing I want to mention briefly is that our show airs again in 12 hours for the other side of the planet, 
so people there will be able to uh, embrace well. it as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so excellent. And again, thank you. So tell us first um, about how we can contact you, right? Um, do you have a website, a LinkedIn profile, something so that people can find out more about you? Yes, the six dimensions.com. Very easy Excellent. to remember. The six dimensions.com. Excellent. Okay, that's perfect um, because we're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. So everyone, six dimensions.com. Six dimensions.com. So, um, okay, so here we go, right? And it's simple enough. Tell us exactly what that means, six dimensions. Well, for a long time, I was trying to find out if there's some kind of a formula for success that individuals and corporates can understand and implement. And I've, having worked in many parts of the world for nearly 40 years, I found that successful people and successful companies seem to have six uh, holistic attributes, which are symbolized by heart, mind, passion, focus, body, and health. So that's what I call the six dimensions. Of Incredible. Success. And, um, you know, when we met and you shared this with me, some light bulbs went off and I got all excited. Um, and I want to just say that, you know, as, a, as an information technology career consultant, mm -hmm. we have worked with many people from all over the world that are really, really, really good at hard skills development. Right. Right? right. Coding, you know, things like that. And we found what's missing, especially in the offshore guys, is the soft skills, mm -hmm. right? And it seems like the, you know, something was missing and something is missing. And we try to speak to that one, uh, during our year. And when we met you, Dr. Ahsoka, I realized that it was what you have. And if we can get every information technology developer offshore to read this book, I think the world will change. I really do. So, I mean, this yes. is, yeah, this is fantastic. So I, I want to talk about it some more, but this book, you have everything in this book. Is that right? The flying penguin? Yes. Um, so the Where flying pe penguin talks about the uh, six dimensions of success, or is that something different? Well, normally, penguins don't fly. They usually waddle along. But when they're in the water and there's a predator sea lurking under the ice, they fly out of the water five or six feet to land on ice at a higher level. So penguins can fly under life-threatening circumstances then I realized that we human beings are the same. You hear of a mother lifting an incredible heavy weight to free a child trapped under it. So being an engineer, I wanted to find out, can we do this all the time? So that's why I call my book The Flying Penguin, uh, because I used flying as a metaphor, and my entire book is structured around flying, like fear of flying, spreading your wings, 
things like that. Unbelievable. Okay, so um, first, great work. Um, but tell us how we can get this book. Well, you can get it from Amazon.com. You can get it from Barnes & Noble. And from many of the online bookstores, you can get it, Flying Penguin. Okay, Flying Penguin. Um, I'm telling everyone, this is the missing link, right? Um, it's really incredible. And let me also congratulate you, because if, if anyone thinks that um, these methods haven't made an impact, Dr. Ahsoka Janadasa has won the 2015 Asia Pacific HRM Award for Outstanding Contribution to HR, which is, you know, a little more than meets the eye when you think about how you selling six dimensions of success can get noticed by HR. Right. I mean, that's that's huge, right? Um, so great work, but I'm also interested in what made you try to go to HR and speak to that market? Well, actually, I'm not an HR person at all. I'm an engineer, and I've been in corporate management for a long time. And I saw that we spend a lot of money on training programs, and we never produced even one Sir Richard Branson. So I asked my training guys, what are you guys doing? I need some Richard Branson. <laughs> I need some people. <laughs> and they, they never produced anything like that. So through sheer desperation, I thought, okay, okay, let me do it myself. Now, fortunately, I have been a master of Tai Chi Chuan. I have been trained by Himalayan energy masters. I know about behavioral psychology, neuroscience. So I put this whole thing together as an engineer into a formula that anybody can use to not to learn anything, but to unlearn all the negative things you learned as a child. Because every single child is born with limitless power. And we still have that power sleeping inside us. So my entire objective, I call it human potential development, is to unleash the power that we were born with. And that's the purpose of my book. Um, yeah, you know, when we met, we met for two minutes. And in those two minutes, I immediately knew that you are Richard Branson. Well, it made a very powerful impression. You, right? Yes. You motivated me to learn more about you, right? You also um, explained that you're no lightweight, right? You have an engineer's background and, you know, you have all these unbelievable credentials. Well, and I think, too, that having that engineering background really helps because what it does is it helps you break down a problem. So you see a problem, you, you're trying to get a Richard Branson and you can't find one. So how can I create one? Like what makes a Richard Branson tick? And I really think that it's that combination of having soft skills, but also that engineering background of really being able to break down a problem, dissect it, and then come up with an elegant, concise way of bringing you to that point. The book's not big, but it's just absolutely just its full of information. It's perfect. It is a perfect book. Right? Mm -hmm. um, no, I... Thank you, Eva. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, and what I love is um, that it inspires me personally to keep going because 
My model is what I call shared leadership, meaning uh, we need we need to hear from everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And this kind of supports that in that everyone has the potential to be great. And by studying or learning even, you know, a hundred pages deep into this book about the six dimensions of success, I think we're off to the races. Well, and the thing is too, is that, you know, when you, when you pick up a self-coaching book, you always think that it has to be, you know, huge. Like all the Tony Robbins books are really big and you're just reading and reading. You can't even get through the whole book. And this just shows you quickly how to hit those, you know, pillars of success. So I think it's, I think it's terrific. How long, um, I, you, I mean, you were really studying. This is kind of really your life's work kind of wrapped up into this book, I'm assuming. Yes, absolutely. That's about 40 years of information gathering. But the most amazing thing, Ava, is that I wrote it in four months. Mm. And my first draft was the final draft. Oh. I didn't have to rewrite it. Because I, I learned something, uh, especially through some of the Himalayan techniques. Your subconscious mind has incredible power. So what I did was I used my conscious mind to collect all the material. So I told the subconscious mind, hey, baby, now it's your show. Tell me what to write. (laughs) And that's what it did. (laughs) You know, it's funny that you say that because, you know, a lot of people will take that and say, well, that's not going to work. It does work. But the problem is, and I think this is the problem, is that we get in our own way and don't let our subconscious take over. Yeah. um, Absolutely correct. Yes. um, It's really incredible. I mean, we had a brief introduction of our wonderful guest, Dr. Ahsoka Jinadasa, excuse me, dialing in live from Sri Lanka. So we're very grateful. We learned about his incredible book and a little bit of his background, but mainly about the six dimensions of success. We're going to take our first break. We want everybody to stay with us. Maybe when we come back, we'll dive a little deeper into um, the doctor's background and such. Um, but I'm telling you, this is a life-changing show. And again, doctor, we're grateful. Stay with us, everyone. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We'll be right back. Let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is segment two with our special guest today, Dr. Osoka Janadasa. He is the author of Flying Penguin, How to Create Miracles in Your Life Using the Six Dimensions of Success, which is probably the most comprehensive self-coaching book ever written, as it says on the cover, which I love that. Um and, you know, your your background is really amazing. I'm just going to read some of your credentials because we, you know, we've only got an hour. Hmm. But um, you're a U.K. qualified chartered engineer with a U.S. doctorate in business strategy and a former fellow of the British Computer Society and the Institute of Electrical Engineers. You're a master of the Chinese martial art Tai Chi and and, and an award winner in corporate communication, media advertising, brand marketing, and feature filmmaking. That's just a few of your credentials. I mean, it's an amazing and amazing background. And so, I mean, who better than you to write this book? Um, 
so I wanted to I wanted to take um, a dive into the six dimensions and starting. I know it's the heart, mind, body, passion, focus, and health. And how did you come up with these six dimensions? Because that's pretty comprehensive. Like, how how did this all come about? How did you figure that out? Well, it was like putting a jigsaw puzzle together. Uh, heart was important because that's emotionally intelligent, how you connect with people. Then mm. mind was also important because that's your rational, creative, and spiritual intelligence. So those two were clear. Then I realized that if you don't have passion, it's like having a racing car, but your gas tank is empty. Mm. So passion, I felt, was the driver. Then, unless you focus all of this towards the goal and you work towards it no matter what. That's how focus came into it. And then all of these were sitting on two fundamental entities, the body obviously, which is the temple that we live in, and none of this would, would work unless we were healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's how the six came together, you know, bit by bit. And when I got all six, I thought, okay, finally I've got it. And, you know, when you work with people and you talk to people and they go through your book, are there any two that stand out as ones where people struggle with more? Or is there any one or two that stand out as ones that people struggle with more? Or do people struggle with all of them? Mainly health. And the reason is that uh, the, the research that I did for my book shows that the cause of every single illness is processed food. Now, I can vouch for that because I was born in a little town called Deniaya in Sri Lanka 70 years ago. And wow. I've never heard of people having... <laughs> now, you know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I never heard of people having heart disease, diabetes, cancer, osteoporosis, none of these. We never heard of things like that. Yeah. Then, I sh- then I, in- when I did my research... I also found that there were many tribes in many parts of the world. There were no illnesses, and very interestingly, there was no crime. As long as they used unprocessed tribal food. The moment they started using these modern foods, not only were they dying of cancer, but crime became a serious problem. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. I, I had never heard that before, but that to me makes sense. When you don't feel good, you're not going to do good things in the world. I mean, it just sort of makes sense to me that people get angry. They start fighting with each other. They're just not, they're just not right. They're not happy. They're not healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely correct. No, that's, that's in absolutely. My book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was saying in my book, I give 132 online references. So the book itself is very small. Flying Penguin, it's only 139 pages. But for anyone who wants to go deeper, there are 132 online references and 36 print references. Wow. Wow. And also, let me just echo to the to our listeners um, that Dr. Soka Jinadasa has been around the block. He does have an unbelievable background. And this book came out in one draft. It just came right out. Well, mm-hmm. and we, we met Dr. Osoka, and he looks amazing. You look amazing. Yes, he um, is the picture of good health. Yes, so um, 
you know, it's 100% proof just looking at you, but also talking to you mm-hmm. that uh, the six dimensions of success are important. <laughs> well, and I just wanted to go back to what you said about that, you know, when the food changed, they started having crime and all these diseases. You know, I mean, when you think about that, that there was no crime prior to that and there was no disease prior to that, I mean, that is such a huge wake-up call about getting healthy because I can see what you're saying. That would be number one, number one place where people struggle because I think it can be tough to figure out what to eat and what to eat to keep you really, you know, feeling your best, especially when you weren't raised that way. And there's so many processed foods now. And so, so many kids are like in school being fed these school lunches that just look awful. I mean, we just saw that the other day we went to see a movie and they were showing what kids in France eat and they have these amazing meals every day. Like they're, they even had an appetizer with scallops, like little 10 year old kids. But here that's not the case. And they were showing what school children here eat and it's all processed and it looks awful for the most part. And so when you, and then when you hear a study that there was no crime when everyone was healthy, that just shows you that you can't reach your potential if you don't feel well, I would think. Absolutely. And I, well, something I have noticed that uh, we give the best quality petrol and diesel to our vehicle. Mm-hmm. Highest quality. We would never dream of putting kerosene. But then mm-hmm. our stomach, we put any old rubbish. So no wonder <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> that, that's so true. That is so true. That's that's a really good comparison because I never thought about that, that in the car, you know, we want to make sure we get that premium gas to make sure the car runs correctly. But, you know, we'll go when we're filling up the car with premium, you know, you'll go inside to the, the fast mart at the gas station and just grab something off the shelf. Um, so, yeah, one, uh, I want to put something, fuel us. I want to put something on top of that, too. And, you know, there's a an expression that we hear more often than not of trust your gut. Got to go with your gut. If you're going to trust your gut, you need to have the six dimensions of success of one is health so that you know your gut is nurtured at least so that you can trust it to begin with. Yeah, because, you know, when you see when you were talking about the crime, your gut could tell you that guy needs to be taken out. (laughs) Right. And that's not good. That's not good. So you need you need a healthy gut. So second from Ben Health, which do you feel is the next most important dimension? Uh, well, in Asia, the next one is passion. Mm. Because, uh, you know, every single child is born with an incredible amount of energy. And I noticed that in many Asian countries, parents don't like that. They tell their children to behave. And uh, as a result of that, this fire that we had, we were born with, we keep it under control. That's why Asians are very well behaved. And that's the problem. Interesting. Compared to, yeah, compared to in, in the West, you all don't have that kind of restrictive influence on, on children. See, a little, a little, a very little child learns how to walk without a teacher, learns how to talk without a teacher. And if you give them a smartphone, Long before they know how to read, they know how it works. Mm-hmm. That, that's not possible. 
Then what we do is that then the parents gradually tell them, no, no, you don't know how to do this. Come here, come here, I'll show you how to do that. So unfortunately, the, the good news is that this uh, vast human potential that we were born with is still sleeping inside us. We haven't lost it. And in my training programs, using the techniques I describe in Flying Penguin, in four hours I can transform people who think they are chickens into soaring eagles, because they are eagles anyway. So you're saying that um, the passion is in there, it could be suppressed, but it's in there, and you can help us get it out. Yeah, for example, you know, very serious people. I have very serious executives who come for my training program. Mm-hmm. So in the first two minutes, I make them get up and dance to Bangra music. And it's a total shock, you know. They are serious people. We didn't come here to dance. But something amazing happened. Bangra music is this wonderful Indian music which makes you dance. In two minutes, after they dance, I see the entire energy has changed. Now they have that childhood innocence and their brains are more relaxed and they're much more creative. And that's the reason, I think, why children of five, they're like learning machines. They can learn three languages, they can sing, they can dance, they know maths, they know science, they can do anything. So uh, once you encourage adults to rediscover the magic of their childhood, they change. And for me, that is really the soft skill development which is important. Take them back to their childhood. They will discover the rest. Oh, I think that that's terrific. And you're right. I mean, I know even with our granddaughter, she was swiping on the phone and knew how to look through pictures at six months old and no one showed her that. She was just, she just picked up the phone and started doing it. And, and I know when I was small, I spoke English and Polish. I spoke Polish until I think I was five. And then they said I started picking up English. But people would ask me, do, did you get confused? And I said, no, never. You know who to speak Polish to and you know who to speak English to. You just know. No one tells you. You just, you just figure it out. But yet, you know, so many times you hear people always looking for their passion. What's my purpose? What's my life's purpose? And we all know it. It's always in there. It's just that it's gotten stifled. Whatever you like to do as a kid, maybe that wasn't what fit into the classroom. And so they kind of stifled your creativity and you learn to start um, covering it up. And then what you're doing by tapping into the creative side of the brain is you start to loosen it up. But in order to get those people to dance, that's got to be like pulling teeth. I'm mm-hmm. sure that they do not like you when it takes courage. <laughs> when they first start, it takes courage for sure. <laughs> well, because it's completely out of their but, comfort zone. You know, this isn't and this they're not used to what I do. You know, like that. Right. I don't. I don't dance. You yeah. know, I don't dance. I think I'm a, not a think. I'm not a dancer. I'm a thinker. Um. No, so I really love that. I love that tapping into the whole creative side. And I would be one, too, that I would not be crazy about the whole dancing part. Yeah. I mean, I've been at a lot of different conferences, and they make you get up and dance, and I'm like, oh, no, not again with the dancing. But then once you kind of let that go, then it is fun, and every you're right. The whole mood changes in the room. The energy changes, and people become more open to learning, yeah. which I think is true. The patience he must have is unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take our second break, and then we come back. We'll keep talking about the six dimensions. Okay, I just want to say sixdimensions.com. 
Yes, sixdimensions.com. Six we'll be right back. We'll right? be right back. Okay, stay with us. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on TalkZone. Okay, everyone, welcome back. We are privileged today to be speaking with Dr. Ahsoka Jinadasa from Sri Lanka who is the author of this unbelievable, simple, but comprehensive read, uh, self-help coaching book ever written. And um, Dr. Ahsoka teaches us about the six dimensions of success that we're talking about, and we're going to talk more about. And please go to Mm sixdimensions.com, and you'll learn more um, about that. And, of course, check in with us. Um, anytime, and we'll make sure that Dr. Ahsoka gets your email as well. And you can also find the book Flying Penguin on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Right. Uh, it has to be on your lap. Okay. There's a couple of things, um, I wanted to ask, um, because we get to cheat, right? Because this is sort of like a free coaching lesson for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, one of the things, that I wanted to ask is you're very easy to listen to. Okay. And, um, that goes a long way in retaining and also believing in what you say. Now, is that something that can be gained as a result of mastering the six dimensions or either you have that or you don't? Well, you have it anyway. Different people have it at different levels. Now, some children are very good in music. Some are very good in painting. So, given the fact that some children have uh, specific talent, our job is to nurture that. Now, what we do very often, we try to fit them into a model that we have in mind. For example, if the parents are lawyers, they don't want a child to become a painter. So right from an early age, they would discourage the child from painting and say, look, lawyers are much more successful, you know, they have a great time. Maybe you should think about it. That's true, isn't it? No, it's really it's true. absolutely true. Yeah, and I think sometimes it doesn't even have to be that overt. I think it could be a lot more subtle than that, where the child just kind of picks up that when they're good in their verbal skills or they're good with their studies, they get praised much more than maybe when they paint something. They don't get the same amount of praise. So I think that the, I think that the shift can be very subtle. Right. What I'm trying to get at is, um, it takes some intelligence also to know 
that you have to learn to communicate. Part of your success is having the ability to communicate. Um, so somewhere along the study, someone has to develop that awareness, right? Because if they don't apply it via some form of communication, they're never going to get through or move up, mm-hmm. right? I think um, I think that's important uh, to say. Um, I would agree, by the way, with uh, health being the number one dimension and uh, passion being the second. Um, and where does fear come into play with all this? Like, I know that fear can hold a lot of people back. And how do you address fear? Well, I have a very simple formula for that. Any negative emotion, these are strong. They're difficult to overcome. So the way to handle emotions like fear, anger, envy, is to change your point of view. For example, say you were a tennis player and you lost three matches. Now you can look at it in one of two ways. You can say, you know, I'm going to give up tennis. This is never going to work. Or you come home very happy and everybody asks, hey, what happened? Did you win the match? You say, no, I lost the match. Wow. Now I know that my backhand is weak. Mm. I'm going to improve my backhand. So just by changing your point of view, your thoughts change, your words change, your action changes. Everything changes just by changing the point of view. Okay, so you're saying then that that can be used to fight off my internal demons, so to speak, right? Uh, not so much that um, I have to reinvent myself. I have to just change my point of view somehow. Right. Then there's another thing. Now, I found that, say, for example, fear. The moment you're scared of something, your, your body kind of contracts. Mm-hmm. Whereas a very confident person would be walking tall and looking big. Now, interesting thing I found when I was writing Flying Penguin, there was a research study that showed that you can use your body to influence your emotion. So anytime you're feeling scared, uh, in spite of the fact that your knees are shaking, if you walk tall, breathe into your stomach immediately, that negative emotion changes. That's an amazing thing because our body is totally under our control, whereas the emotions are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I really like that because I, I actually was telling someone that recently because I teach classes on how to get over stage fright because I've had stage fright really, really bad. And I'll say right at the point when you think, when you feel like contracting is the time that you should expand. You should go big. I had a I had an improv teacher that taught us that when you were really just dying on stage and the whole improv was going terribly, that the thing to do is to have a really big finale because then everyone will just start clapping for you. So so it's it's great. But I had never really thought of it as the body can kind of override the mind. I knew that the emotions were housed in the body, but I didn't think about the fact that if I took a deep breath into my body, my body could override that. I understood about breathing, but I like the way you worded that because I hadn't really put that together quite that way. You know, um, you see that a lot in champions. Mm. You see that, you know, I go back in time a little bit, you know, to my childhood, and you, I learned that 
from Muhammad Ali, who would never appear to be afraid. And, you know, he would say afterwards or later on, I was, but I had to convince myself. And the way he did, exactly like you're saying, is by looking the part, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, very complicated observation. It is, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so true. It's but, such a simple thing, and nobody teaches us that. I mean, these are the skills. Like, you need all the skills that you learn in school, like all the book learning, but no one teaches you how to look confident when you're just losing it in a meeting. No one teaches you that. You know, like some people just have it naturally and other people struggle with it. And when you start feeling that fear and you start contracting, I mean, that really does clip your wings and it's hard to fly because you just feel so afraid. But just by giving someone a few simple techniques, they can immediately start feeling more confident. Well, you know, exactly. And this is the whole point, right? Um, we need to get the book, stay in touch with um, Dr. Ahsoka, learn these techniques. So like, and and the gist to everything that um, I'm saying here is if I'm that hard skill versed IT information technology professional and I want to master my career or make an impact, make a difference, um, and need, share what you do with your coworkers and your clients. I mean, so many times everyone's so heads down, they don't share what they do. Right. Yeah. And, and it's not one dimension or two or three. It's six. Because if that person is not understanding that they need to be healthy for everything to come together, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Right? You need to start with yourself um, and I almost am thinking now that as you start tuning up your health, um, things will come to you that didn't in the past, right? It'll actually yeah. enhance the other dimensions. Um, you know, and I can't say enough about that because um, oftentimes when even when we would go and teach care certification, soft skills, we would hear, this is a really good program, but it's not going to make us more money. And it's, because it's it, not a like a true certification behind your name, like an agile coach. It, yeah, it's exactly what uh, Dr. Ahsoka is saying that it will, right? Because it'll empower someone to realize, well, maybe I need to take an agile certification class afterwards mm-hmm. and apply that, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, no, I get it. I, I really do. Um, I really do get it. One of the things that I also think is very important is the likability aspect, not being nice, but likability, believability. And to your point, if you're not a verbal communicator, maybe you need to find that attribute somewhere else. Maybe you're a better writer. Or maybe you're a better teammate where you can share your thoughts with someone else that can communicate them, right? right? I think the six dimensions of success cover everything, right? Um, and I also agree passion is important because it, you know, it made, it made people like Muhammad Ali become champion, right? Mm-hmm. He had that passion, um, to drive wherever 
wherever life would take them. You know, and speaking of that, I do have a question for you, Dr. Osaka. Um, what do you think about discipline? A lot of people will say that they have to be very disciplined in what they do to achieve a goal. And I would think that it's more around passion, but I was just wondering what you, if you had any thoughts on that. That's a great question, Naeva. Uh, take an artist, for example. Art requires discipline, absolutely. But at the same time, it needs creativity. So in all great works of art, you see absolute discipline and you see total creativity. I think this is the secret of a great work of art. Very disciplined and at the same time, very, very creative. Yeah, I agree. And also there's, there's just the love of, of making art because art, especially with art, it's so hit or miss. And so it's not an objective, um, endeavor. It's such a sub subjective endeavor. Whoever views your art, you know, they may love it or they may hate it. And so you have to have that passion to fuel that creativity, to fuel that discipline. Yeah, I agree. I, I love the creativity aspect, but I think, I think sometimes people don't realize that you can, that you can and should be creative in everything you do. I mean, even accounting can be creative, not in terms of how you, I mean, <laughs> we have seen where people have done some creative accounting. Well, yeah, and good, it's, but, it's um, all about hope. I mean, it's about problem solving um, in a creative way. This book tells me that it has nothing to do with my age, my weight, Anything, right? Mm -hmm. uh, everything is in play here. The the potential, it's still a blank page for me. I just have to go in and get everything. And uh, that is a priceless message. So if this book is not $10 million, it's a bargain, right? <laughs> You'd only have to sell one then. <laughs> um, no, I, I, um, I think it's great work. I think... Um, Everyone needs to tap into the six dimensions. And I, I say that now as one who will be now that I know more about it, right? Mm -hmm. I, you know, you look at them and you say, oh, well, you know, I'm healthy, but it's not exactly what that means. You're not glowing good health. And right? I'm not applying it towards anything else. Right. You know, um, and very few people think about health and success in business. Yeah. They don't really put those two together. Um, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hooked on this sixdimensions.com, um, and uh, there's more to come, but I just want to say it again, sixdimensions.com. We still have one more segment, so please stay with us, everyone. We're going to take our final break and be right back with more on Dr. Osaka Jinadasa. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day -day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization, regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. 
Thanks for staying with us, everyone. Um, another fast, fast hour. This has been a great conversation with Dr. Ahsoka Janadasa. He is a master trainer in human potential development, which I love that title, by the way, and the author of Flying Penguin, How to Create Miracles in Your Life Using the Six Dimensions of Success. And you can find the book at barnesandnoble.com or at amazon.com, and you can learn more about Dr. Ahsoka at sixdimensions.com. So, Dr. Ahsoka, I had a question for you. So when you do the trainings and you get these, like, tough guy, hardcore executives up there dancing and they loosen up, what is, like, one or two of the things that for them is, like, the biggest eye-opener? Like, oh, my gosh, this is really life-changing. I had never thought of that before. Thank you for sharing that with me. Well, one of the questions I, I, one of the things that I discussed with them, I asked them to write down their, the goals in their life. Mm-hmm. And after they do that, then I tell them every thought you have, every action, every goal depends on who you think you are. If you think you are the best golfer in the world, you may not be the best golfer. You definitely try to win a, a major cup. But you may be a good golfer, but if you don't think you are that good, you would never even try to do that. So I make them realize that, you see, we don't know who we are because we didn't get an instruction manual when we were born. So we have no idea who we are, and we struggle through life through trial and error to find out who we are. Now, then I tell them, look, you were born with limitless power, and that changes their self-perception and they begin to realize that any limitations they think they have were self-imposed. So I give them a very simple formula for success. Your potential is limitless because you were born with it. All the limitations are self-imposed. Get rid of the limitations and you can reach the highest level of success in anything that you, that you want to do. And that's what I have done. When I was 60, I looked 60. Now that I'm 70, people say I look 50. <laughs> That's unbelievable. You're, you're aging backwards like Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Button. <laughs> no, it's good. It's it true. is. Even in the um, uh, seminars for these executives, because oftentimes it's not even on their radar that right. they can improve their potential. Right. More often than not, it's how, how they can bring out the potential of the people beneath them. Mm. And that, I think, is something that, uh, a byproduct of Dr. Ahsoka's techniques is to shift that thinking into them right, as well. Right, they're all limitless. Yeah. Well, and it also, what I love is it levels the playing field, right? Because there's always some people that think they're better than other people because of background or upbringing. And what it, what it shows and what it proves is, is that we are only limited by our thoughts and our thoughts can be implanted in there by, you know, where we live and the people we interact with. But I know we've even had some people on the show prior to this that would say, well, in order for me to have changed the way I looked at things, I had to move. I had to go look at another neighborhood to see how other people lived. And that shifted my thinking and just that shift in thinking. I love what you bring to the book and what you're saying is because it's so powerful it's so powerful the way you talk to yourself i think is what really makes you who you are not the way other people talk to you but what you think of yourself it's also the delivery method it's very 
uh, believable. It's very hopeful in demeanor. It's very accurate as well. I mean, this is an incredible piece of work here. It's everything coming together at the same time. And so I have a, I have another question for you. So were you always a flying penguin? Uh, well, I started becoming one after my 60th year. Up to my 60th year, I used to waddle along like everybody else. But once I had a taste for this, that you have power that you can't even imagine, then I set myself higher and higher goals. And every single one I achieved. Now, for example, I won this Asia-Pacific Award for outstanding contribution to HR in my 70th year. And I have never studied HR formally. So that proved to me that if you love something, if you have a great passion for it, you can reach the highest level of success without any problem at all. Yeah, and I think that people think that life is about struggle, that we have to struggle, that in order to become really successful, we have to struggle. And in the last, I would say, like 15 to 20 years, you've been hearing more and more people. It started out as kind of a whisper, and now it's getting louder and louder, people saying, your potential is limitless. It's really just you that's making yourself struggle. You don't have to struggle. You can shift what's happening. Yeah, a lot of it has you. to do with um, that inner that inner demon. There's nothing you can do. Nobody really cares. Why should I? I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And if you shift that to how can I make a difference, what can I do to contribute? Right. Um and this is the way to do it. Flying Penguin is the book to get started with. Right. And it is. And, you know, your book, like I said earlier, is so comprehensive, but yet it's not huge. There's just a lot of material in it. But the thing to do is to work with the book. Yeah. You know, keep it on your lap. Anything. You know, I mean, first you have to at least read it. You can't just buy it. And then you have to do it. <laughs> so, right. So what do you suggest? Um Dr. Ahsoka, um, how do we measure if we're doing, if we're making progress, right? Well, start with, start with, with a small goal. Start with something small, which you know is kind of, you know, you're pushing the, the frontier of reality. Once you achieve it, then you know, hey, this stuff works. So start with something small. Interesting. And that's no. what I did. Um, Something that you know, you know, kind of, it's a stretch. And then you have to work at it. Now, that's why visualization only does not work. Now, another thing I learned, don't focus on the goal, focus on the behavior. Mm. So that's another important thing. If you focus on the goal and not the behavior, then it's very unlikely that you'll get there. But once you have a clear goal, and in my book, Flying Penguin, I say you fly with your mind to every goal you have achieved. So first you fly with your mind. Then it's very clear. You know what it looks like, what it tastes like, what it feels like. Then after that, you focus on the behavior. And the behavior will get you there. That's the secret that I found. Um, it's incredible. I know we have, what, two minutes or so? Yeah. Um, I have a quick question, though, thinking about what you're saying. Uh, what is the difference between health and body? Um, good, very right. good question now the, 
Yeah, when I talk about body, I go into a little bit the Himalayan interpretation because they say you have chakras in the body. You have energy centers in the body. And there are uh, eight exercises which I describe in Flying Penguin. If you do those every day, it takes only about 10 minutes, you re-energize all the energy centers of the body. That's like a one-hour workout in the gym, and I never go to the gym anyway. Hmm. So that's the body. That's, it's like your racing car. You've got to make sure that everything is beautifully balanced and well-serviced. Health depends to a great extent on what you eat and drink and what you think and the air you breathe. That's the kind of difference. Makes sense. I get it, and um, it's uh, the body's complicated, and I'm I'm uh, going to definitely look at those exercises in this book because again we get to cheat. Right for the chakra balancing um, because yes. um, you uh, look like you're in great shape, and yeah. if you don't go to the gym, we're doing chakra exercises starting um, tomorrow. Uh, I I don't know what to say, um, Doctor Ahsoka. Uh, this is fantastic work. I knew when we met, um, uh, this was going to be very informative. Um, it would be a goal or a dream of ours to be able to share the stage with you someday because uh, uh, I'm so proud of connecting my model with your model um, and maybe maybe that day will come. We're going to go through the book and then reach out to you and share some of the progress that we make. Um, and we want to just say thank that. you very much. Yeah. Now, it was terrific. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing about, you know, becoming a flying penguin in your 60s, because that also, you know, gives people something to aspire to. Because I think sometimes when people start hitting their 50s, they start thinking, well, it's just downhill from there. And that's absolutely not right. true. Right. I was thinking that right before the show. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now I have hope. Um, anyway, thanks for everything. Thanks for dialing in at this hour. We would love to stay in touch and reach out, and we will uh, we will certainly uh, keep you uh, apprised of how we're doing with your techniques. Wonderful. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Eva. It has been a great, great pleasure talking to you. I really Excellent. appreciate your support, and thank you very much. Oh, you're more than welcome, and hopefully this is only the beginning. So have a great tomorrow, if that makes yes. sense, <laughs> uh, where you are. Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, and again, everyone, it's sixdimensions.com, and the book is Flying Penguin, How to Create Miracles in Your Life Using the Six Dimensions. And um, it was another great show. You can learn more about Dr. Ahsoka at, like I said, it's sixdimensions.com. So thank you, Charles, and thank you, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.